The Tampa Bay Lightning got destroyed by the Anaheim Ducks last night. Tonight, the Sharks, well, they ran into a severe thunderstorm warning. We'll talk about this game, what's coming up for the Sharks, and a whole bunch of other crap going on in the organization. Right now, this is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Saturday night, January 22nd, 2022. The Sharks lose badly. 7-1 to to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game, so do yourself a favor. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. You can chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. You can also follow us on the social, Facebook Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and now TikTok, and find everything on tealtownusa.com. Yes, Ian, we are on TikTok. We expect you to have a dance move in the next week or so. We're too old to have a TikTok. <laughs> oh, I think of everything that happened tonight. That's the worst news I've heard tonight. Oh, shit. Uh, please be joined by Ian. <laughs> Hi. Um, <laughs> How are you, bud? I'm I'm okay. Um, are, are, I mean, this is going to be an interesting show, right? Because oh, big time. Because here's here's the, like after Seattle, like you can get mad. You can come on here. You can spit fire like a dragon. I can still spit fire like a dragon. I'm sure I will at some point. But. This is a, this is a completely different animal than the Seattle game because the Sharks like Tampa's they're they're back to back Cup champions for a reason right like this is a really really good team and for large stretches of this game Tampa looked like a team that was just playing with their food <laughs> yeah it's it's like it, it's, it's almost like, like keep you can away get a mad at the Sharks sure you can get mad at them but I mean but did you expect better. I expected a little bit better. I I didn't expect seven one, but I thought they'd make uh, it a little yeah. interesting. But yeah, I mean, gosh, yeah. I mean, we'll 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 get through it. I mean, four goals in eight minutes fifteen seconds to start this one off. We'll begin with Ross Colton getting his seventh from McDonough. It deflected off Vlasic's stick to make it one nothing. Yeah, shitty deflection. I I it was a weird deflection. Um. I didn't really have much of an issue with Reimer's game. Like, I don't think Reimer got pulled. I know I'm jumping, I'm jumping ahead here, but... Yeah. Oh, God. What a fucking mess. Um, <laughs> like, this goal here, though, like, I, I, I didn't really fault it. It was a weird deflection off of Lastic Stick. Um, and it was funny because, like, I tweeted out earlier um, when there was talk about, ooh, Eric Carlson might be out, and it might not be just a game. You know, and I was kind of just joking around about how you know, certain aspects of the fan base are going to kind of come out of the woodwork now. And <laughs> and that reminder, check Pucknologist tomorrow night at 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. Um, absolutely do that. Uh, I'm not trying to pick a fight with anyone here, but I'm just... No, no, no. But you know that certain certain aspect, like, it's like, we're going to hear a bunch of tired okay. shit that we've heard a million times before, right. you know? And it's funny because I was like, well, I'm not, you know, whatever. Like, it's a contact sport. People get hurt. Um, you know, would you like people to be a little healthier than others? For sure. But people yep. get hurt as a contact sport. I don't really get mad at injuries. Um, but where I was going with this was I was like, well, I'm not mad. And then and then I realized that with Carlson out, Flasic was going to get a lot more ice time. <laughs> and now I'm mad at Carlson being injured because it means that I have to watch Mark Edward Vlasic play more. I didn't I didn't see the final uh, time on ice for Vlasic tonight, <laughs> but it seemed like he was on the ice a lot. When things are going wrong, let let's put. I'll, I'll break this down for you. Mark Edward Vlasic played eighteen twenty tonight, including a minute, almost a minute and a half, uh, shorthanded. He had more ice time than Redeem Shimmick at seventeen fifty eight, and Ryan Merkley, despite getting an assist on the lone Sharks goal, played only twelve fifty two tonight. Well, yeah, but he made a he made a bad decision on I think the fifth Tampa Bay Lightning goal. So of course, to the bench with you, Rook. 
right? Because yeah. that's how this team works. Like, oh, Rook, Rook, Rook made a bad play. You know, he's going to learn from it. Um, but, but yeah, like just frustrating. Yeah. Uh, Shimmick making his return played 1758 minus three. Burns 2537. Mario Ferrara 2249. He took a bad, uh, shot that he blocked uh to make it a uh, uh near the end of the first period so it's uh yeah i mean it's tough i mean i i'm i'm stunned there are guys on this team that don't have a minus like meyer raska and barabanov uh timo meyer's like a plus a million like not a million but like i was i was looking through wish. Uh, some stats earlier, and I was surprised how far on the plus side Timo Meyer was. Yeah. Uh, AJ was at the game, so we're kind of on our own with some comments. And Shalina Goldman, good friend of ours, uh, saying Buchner called tonight's matchup men against boys and said competing with a team like Tampa Bay starts with showing up. Yeah. Yeah, like the Sharks did not come to play in the first period. Like they didn't even they didn't even look like they were in the game until after Reimer got pulled, which was and again, I don't think the the Reimer getting pulled was an indictment on Reimer so much. I mean, the the team in front of him just wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to go to the Bob Bugner has to go into the old okay, well, we'll switch the goalie and see if that motivates the guys. And right. you know, and after that, I thought when Hill came in, I thought he He's kind of settled things down a little bit. Like I gave Hill a lot of credit, although I didn't like some of the goals he scored uh, that got scored against them later. But again, it's you know, it's oh no, it's it's six one now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can get mad at Aiden Hill, but <laughs> like <laughs> on a six one and seven one goal, I mean, you know, what are we doing at that point? Yeah, and and that's uh, that was the tough part is that Aiden Hill. Then it played maybe a little bit better, but it was just a rough night. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, and uh, Logan Teal 86 saying this game is going to be an excuse to send down Merkley, and that pisses me off. Yeah, don't it is. Oh, the, it absolutely is. Don't give me this illusion that you're trying to make a playoff spot when Booger is insistent on playing dog players. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Like, And, and here's the thing. Like, the, the one goal, I think it was the fifth goal against, right? Merkley makes a bad pinch, and then he kind of freezes on the line. So what you want to do in that situation, if you're Ryan Merkley, is you either need to get the puck through the play, through the man, or you need to take the man. Ryan Merkley did neither of those things, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it was a bad play, and it's obviously, look at, again, you know, how many NHL games has Ryan Merkley played so far? Not very many, so he's going to learn, you know? things you're going to learn these things you, that you can't get away with certain things as you increase in levels of hockey, right? Something that works in junior, it's not going to work in the A something that works in the A isn't going to work in the NHL, right? So it's, it's a learning process, but we all know how this team is coached. And especially if Carlson, you know, isn't out for any period of time. Yeah. I totally expect Ryan Merkley to be back on the taxi squatter, you know, something dumb so they can bring in, you know, Shimmick's, whatever you know another shimmick like defenseman mm-hmm. right to fill that spot because if they were just a little tougher tonight then they would have won something right and you know and and matt h is saying in the chat and i completely agree with this right it's a learning experience it shouldn't be a prison sentence absolutely yeah, absolutely 100 100 agree with that but we know how bob lugner coaches this team and i feel like it's one of those things where you're like, and I, I've liked, like, you know, has Ryan Merkley been perfect? But I really, I really liked his game in the NHL. Like he's in the opportunities he's been given this year, he's played way ahead of my expectations for him based on things that I've seen or heard from on the CUDA. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, see, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Uh, is it me or does Merkley like, overthink things or thinks he has extra time doing it because it seems like he he, he does a, has a lot going on in his head to make mm-hmm. these plays he seems like you know i can make this move or make this move and we've talked about this before Ian, where it's you know things that are going to work in the hl won't work in the nhl and i thought that's what the whole thing is about developing these guys for the nhl mm-hmm. yeah look the thing is like 
and again, right? Like you can look at that one play and you can be like, oh my God, you know, who, who makes that play if you're not, you know, whoever. And obviously the answer is, you know, that these things happen, right? Um, but the problem that I have with this team and the way that it's coached is that they like it's about accountability, right? This is the thing. This the the buzzword of this year has been accountability, right? Right. I think we all agree on that. That's been the buzzword going into the season. Well, we didn't hold guys accountable this year. This year, you know, more guys are going to be accountable. Blah 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 blah. And, and and some people are have have been held accountable. Like, look at Flastic got sat for a game. You know, so I guess there's a little bit of accountability. Right. Um, but it, you know, but some players for some reason are completely shielded from accountability. And I think one guy who gets shielded, and I know I'm going to get people mad at me in the chat because apparently to be in this fan base, you have to be a Brent Burns or an Eric Carlson guy. You can't be both. Right. <laughs> I so differ, you but... say bad things about Brent Burns. Well, you're an Eric Carlson guy and you fucking ruin the franchise. And if you're an Eric Carlson guy, then. Brent Burns has to be a sack of dog shit. Oh my god! I, I'm just I'm just calling it how it is. All right, but I think like, but I think for a guy, and don't get me wrong, like Brent Burns has done a lot of good this season as well. Like he's the top, you know, he's he has the most points on the blue line. You'd like to see his shooting percentage come up a little bit, but I think Brent Burns has gotten away with a lot this year, where there's no accountability on Brent Burns, like. Do you think it's maybe to you don't hear it maybe because it could be and I know he's got multiple years left on his deal but to kind of flash at him is like hey it's still Brent Burns come and get him you know you like that starfish defensive posture how you doing yeah I don't know right I just and, and maybe he does and I think you know what again like you know what do you do do you sit Brent Burns for a game I don't know but I, I mean I don't think he's been see, I don't think he's been sit worthy. I just think like his offensive game can make up for his defensive deficiencies, but I just feel like some of his defensive deficiencies have really gotten kind of egregious. And for a while, like there was a good stretch where, and I love Mario Ferraro too, but that pairing was getting caved. Yeah. Caved. Right. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know. Yeah, I just I just feel like accountability works for some players and not for others. Yeah, and see that's the thing, you know. Um, it's that these guys are comfortable. Yeah, and 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 let's be honest here, Burns, what a three team no move clause, no or no trade clause. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know, and we're getting from Sheng Peng, you know, Couture stressed emphasizing his job to keep everybody positive. It's just one game. I mean, you, you get the highest of highs where you destroy L.A. Timo has a great night and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you get the lowest of lows. But t- it's not tonight. just one game. Like, they just got beat by and Like, as bad as this team is. Then there's Seattle. Yeah. And they lost that game. Like it's not like it's not like this is just one game. This is this is just the beginning. You got four <laughs> afternoon games coming up. How do they get four afternoon games? How how does that work? Uh, not only that, but the weirdest travel schedule coming up on this road trip. Washington to Florida to Carolina, back down to Florida to play Tampa Bay. Yeah. I, I mean Let's uh, and then they go on to their into their all star break and bye week for that matter. I I, I don't get that, but uh, boy howdy! <laughs> like I don't think this this is gonna get any better any quicker. I mean, no. I, if they if they win one game of those next four, I'll be surprised. I just want them to win a couple so they can be above five hundred. And AJ has to customize the Senators jersey with Carlson on the back. That's that's at the very least I hope for. I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Like this team is so perplexing. I, I, maybe, and I don't, maybe it's not even perplexing. I just think the, 
need to collect my thoughts here. Well, you do you do that. Go I'm gonna I'm gonna set up the poll question for everyone tonight. If uh, if you're joining us live here, you can log into our super chat and take the poll question tonight. And it's you know it's cut and simple. We are halfway. We start the second half tonight. Um, the question we have is halfway through the season. This the Sharks are playing above expectations, below expectations. They are who we thought they were. Uh, currently, with 37 votes, we have uh, 57% saying they are who they thought they were, 27% saying above expectations, 16% saying below expectations. Uh, I don't know how they could be below. Like I, I, I can't I, either. To each, to each their own. But I don't, I don't know how they would be below expectations. Like how unrealistic would your expectations be? For them to be below expectations at this point, especially I, after I last understand season. the majority saying probably they are who they thought they were, especially after a drubbing like tonight. But there's been like, and I was talking about this on Twitter too. Like the thing with the Shark Sister, and I've said this a lot on this show, is that there there have been a lot of moments where there's been things that I've liked. Right? Like I don't think this season's been a complete disaster tire fire like last year they've had games like last year but they, they're not oh, yeah. the same they're not the same team as last year i think they're they're a better team than they were last year and i think there has been stretches of hockey that has impressed me and i and i think that you know we've seen individual we've seen good individual performances and we've seen good team performances too like we've seen we've seen this team maybe in even in some games that they lost where they've hung around better like tonight's again tonight with everything that's gone on tonight's probably not a good show to say this because obviously what we just watched. Right. Right. But I, I don't know. Like I, I think I would probably say they're probably a little better than I expected. Honestly, like, cause there has been things this season where I think have been positive. The problem is, is they're, they're not enough to make this a good team. No, they need something else. They need something else, and they're not going to get it right away. Let's be, I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, they're not going to go out and go for something that should, to bring in offense. Oh, no, this team shouldn't buy at all. Like, this team's, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, there's no, uh, until, this team should sell. Yeah, sure. uh, until the, the college season ends and you bring in Bordalo if they want to do that, or if they're, really crazy then they you know call patty out of retirement you know at this point. shut the fuck up <laughs> just no I, i'm kidding kidding ian kidding my friend um you know rhymer's saying you know we believe we're a good team some nights you don't play well and there are times where you know you can't always uh you know <laughs> you know you can't always pin it on Reimer. This is this, this is a team loss. This absolutely wasn't on goaltending. This is an all-around team loss. They didn't have enough yeah. scoring. I mean, you know, you you make it four nothing thanks to Stamkos getting his twentieth, Joseph his seventh, Corey Perry gets eleventh just to piss off everybody, you know, shark wise. But then you know you get Magna as your lone goal scorer. Where are you guys? Come on. Now, granted, Bob decided to, you know, break up PDB's, you know, Jamba Juice Blender and, you know, switch up the lines mm -hmm. to do something. But, uh, well, the problem is, right, like, Line Blender works when you have, like, a lot of offensive tools to mix and match. The problem is that they've got four guys that can score. And then not. everything else is what it is. Mm hmm. Even four guys I can score might be fucking generous. Seton, I'm not going to answer you. I'm not going to comment. We on do not jerk off Joe Pavelski on this show, <laughs> or, or or bring down Eric Carlson too much. Oh man! All right, <laughs> you know, and some people are saying you know an elite goaltender. I mean, up till recently, these guys have been playing well. I think at one time. Earlier in the week, I think, uh, you know, we've had we've men mentioned that Hill and Reimer have had decent numbers 
I thought Hill then, came in, played then, pretty like, well. Robin until, Leonard. I, I thought Hill came in and played well um, until he didn't um, <laughs> in the third. Like those, those 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 last couple of goals weren't very good. Like I think I don't know it was the sixth or seventh goal, um, and I broke it down on the. I quote tweeted uh, the Teal Town account on at Teal Town USA on Twitter, and you know it's just like the the frustrating thing is like sometimes Hill just doesn't know where the puck is, so he instinctively doesn't he doesn't have his pad out far enough. But if he if he stretches out just a little more, he makes a save. But instead, he loses track of the puck, pulls his pad in, and gives you know and, and leaves a wide open net there, and it's just it's it's frustrating. But I thought before that, um, before the goal started going in on on Hill too, I thought Hill had a decent game tonight. Again, I, Reimer didn't have a great start, but he he got zero help. Um, I, I I'm obviously Reimer has been significantly better than than Hill this season, but uh, I've 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 liked Hill's last efforts. I I don't look at this team and say, oh, this is you know goaltending. Cause it, I don't really think that's been the story. Like, yeah, he'll had a really rough stretch there for a while, but the the real story here is that you can't, you know, you have a couple of guys, three, four guys. And if you can, if you can hem those guys in like a good defensive team, like Tampa can do, there's no one else to, you know, there's no secondary scoring like Tampa Bay. You can, go and tie you know you maybe you play really well against their first and second line and keep them off the board well their third line has a bajillion goals this year right you can't say that for san jose no no they have all around secondary scoring and and losing the likes of uh yanni gord and barkley goodrow and they have next guy up ross colton had two goals on on this night you know Kalorn, you know gets on the power play you know, in the third period, they had two goals in 33 seconds to really nail the coffin in. Um, yeah. And, and there's this quote from Cogliano here. We thought we were close to their level proves that we were not even close. Oh yeah. Like the, the sharks again, you know, you could look at the standings and, and you, and you would think that the sharks are better than our, Oh, well, they're in the second wild card before tonight. And they, they might even still be, I don't know what, with Edmonton and winning what, what we'll, that does for we'll, things, but we'll, we'll get to that in a little jiffy. But I mean, like you could be <laughs> deceived, but then you got to remember that, you know, the NHL post 600 games. So, you know, yeah, they're, they're up in the second wildcard spot, but there's teams that have six, you know, five, six games in hand on the sharks. Right. Like they're not, I don't know why they would think they were, they were in that caliber, like in that class. Like, yeah, we can hang with the Tampas. What, what have they done this season? Yeah, that's shown they can hang with the Tampa Bay's. They had a good game against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, looking at the standings right now, the Sharks still hold the second wild card spot. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, great, I'm but stunned. again. So, but teams have like they they have they played more games than a, a handful of teams. Yeah. No. Once all the once all those once all those games once all those games play are played and everyone catches up, are the sharks still there? I don't think so. Yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting one, and, and the way that they've they blew a chance against Seattle, at least get a point against Seattle, that would have been a big boost. When L.A. and Edmonton, you know, lost, uh, that yeah. that would have picked up a lot of things. But yeah, I mean, you have Calgary with six games in hand. Dallas has played a few, so they're on. There are just four games in hand. Edmonton and Winnipeg are have five games in hand. Vancouver mm-hmm. is just two games in hand. So you you have they're starting to play a little bit more, and that's the other thing too. Ian is when these teams are making a boat making up a boatload. Of mm-hmm. games, and I think there's like some ridiculous, you know, amount for some of the Canadian teams. So for the likes of Winnipeg, Edmonton, Vancouver, they're gonna be they're they're gonna they're gonna be resting mm-hmm. while those teams are gonna make up a boatload of games. They're gonna be those teams will get tired, 
while they're fighting to get back into it, while the Sharks will get some rest. You know. Yeah, but not playing, I think, can be just as bad as playing a bunch, right? Like if you if you if you're going to take a week or two off, and then you have to play like let's say Edmonton for example, an Oilers team that's been playing nonstop. Like, yeah, Edmonton might be tired, but you still think that would probably favor them, right? Like, what team do you think is going to start on time? The team that's been playing for two weeks straight, or the team that's had a game in two weeks? True. it's your classic rest over rust uh, situation. But I would think that down the stretch, it may not hit during February, but maybe in March when the, when San Jose's had that rest, as opposed to, you know, a lot of teams, even the Islanders for that matter, to, to have, to be fresh, to have those fresh legs, yeah, Come but it doesn't in. matter. They're going to be so far to the plus, but at that point, it's not going to matter. I I just hope that uh, like that's that's the thing, right? I think at the end of the day, like that's a nice thought, but reality is, is are are they going to be even? And like, I I think that they're this is this whole they're in the hunting right now is is a complete fucking mirage. I think once the games are played, regardless of rest or rust or whatever, better teams are going to get points. And there are teams that the Sharks have to, you know, that are going to have to catch up to games played that are better than that are better than the San Jose team. And the other part is that the the Sharks need to have victories against some of these teams that Maybe they shouldn't be beating if they really want to go after that playoff spot that they so covet. I just, I think it's a mirage. Like I, if this team, like this team's just lucky it's in the Pacific. (laughs) And I think, uh, where is it? Let me pull it up here. Jim, uh, FLA, uh, -hmm. the Sharks would be 11 points out of fourth place in the Metro. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, this team's lucky it plays out in the West and in the Pacific, like, and even even the Central, like. Yeah, the like Central they'd be like nine Central, points, right? Yeah, they'd be nine points out of third place, uh, St. Louis, or seven points. Like, out I know from Calgary's Minnesota. had a tough go of things, but I still feel like in six games, you know, they they've played six less games. They're two points behind the Sharks. Yeah, playing six less games, and I know they've had a rough go of it of, of late. But do you think that when it's all said and done, that's going to be a team that the Sharks are going to be ahead of? I don't. They shouldn't be. Let's be they real. They shouldn't here. be. But there are those teams, and we can point like, to yeah, okay. Edmonton. Vancouver, whatever. Like, yeah, Vancouver's ass. Edmonton, who knows what the hell Edmonton's going to do at this point. Um, but I still feel like, you know, like uh, the Ducks have come back down to earth a little bit, but they're, I think they're still a better team than the Sharks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the Kings, you know, that, that could go either way, but I still think Calgary for sure. Like I, I just, I think Calgary is going to be fine. I think they're going to come back up. I can't, it as, as bad as the Pacific is, like, I just, I can't imagine Edmonton not, pulling out of this nosedive they're in on a side note then what do you think needs to happen in Edmonton I don't know I mean win what are they gonna do they're they're kind of they're their problem is in their front office their problem's not on the ice they have the most I, I, I don't they have the most overrated GM of the modern era. Definitely in the salary cap era. Definitely within yeah. the last five, ten years. Oh, no. Yeah. Even, yeah, salary cap era for sure. Like, I just, I think Ken Holland's incredibly overrated. I think he benefited from 
a really good scouting department and for a long time spending significantly more than everyone but the Rangers. For a team that's got Connor McDavid, you would think they'd be a hell of a lot better. Whether or well, not he, whether basketball. Not, yeah. Whether or not he he is the man to score, you know. So and I see everybody say, Oh yeah, Evander Kane's coming in, you know. Um so that pretty much is it with this game, let's be honest here. I mean the second period point gets that that fifth goal. Uh Kalorn and Colton in the third period makes it seven one. It it wasn't even that close. Uh you saw uh the netmouth scramble to uh get the goal in, but it was a distinct kicking motion. What did you see from that? I I didn't so here's the thing, right? Like I didn't see the distinct kicking motion, but I could think of like three ways that goal could have been turned around. Like it doesn't really surprise me um that that got called back, but I would like I didn't see the puck like I didn't see the puck crossing the line as a result of a kick. Um that was an interesting one because I thought that Stamkos was probably in the right spot on Meyer that you weren't going to get a goaltender interference call there because, um, or at least you wouldn't you wouldn't get the benefit of the doubt on a, on a, on a goaltender interference call because Stamkos wasn't directly behind Meyer, so it wasn't like you couldn't use the excuse, okay, well, well, Stamkos pushed Meyer into the the goalie's boot and that's what put him in, right? Like I just thought that. <sighs> that Elliot, you know, didn't know where the puck was and slid around to get up thinking that it was under him somehow and it went in the net. I don't know. I, I didn't like that call, but I'm not really surprised that call got turned back. Right. Uh, and then, of course, Noah Gregor finally gets one past him, but it was after the whistle in the third period. Uh, that kid can't buy a goal, man. And there's a lot of guys that are on Schneids now, and it's it's getting bad. Yeah, um, I mean, I've I've been on this for a while now, and I I don't I don't know if another guy is gonna come up and and, and do any better per se. Like, there's a lot of guys in this team where I'm like, man, they do a lot of good things. They just can't put the puck in the net. Noah Gregor's one of them. Um, but I just at some point someone has to score a fucking goal, and I just wonder if. You know, if if you go to the Barracuda and say, and I, I'm not saying banish Gregor back to the Barracuda forever, just you know, let another guy take a crack at the, take a crack at it, or or just give him like a boost of confidence with the AHL to get his scoring touch off. I don't know. I mean, I think at some point, Noah Gregor feels like Noah Gregor's been around for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know if you know. Do you? Do you have to send him back to the recruit? I mean, obviously for roster considerations, I guess you would. But, I mean, shit. You know, I, I, he's a guy that you... There's there's guys in the Barracuda that I'd like to see get a crack. But I understand, like, you know, do you, do you have to send Gregor down to do it? I guess so. I mean, you could pull Nieto out of the lineup too. But, I mean, you only have so many people on the active roster. So, um, it is it is what it is. So the Sharks lose this one seven to one to Tampa, their second straight loss as they head out on this um, crazy road trip uh, to finish off the first half of the season here. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, just you know, and and you seeing everybody in the chat, Tom Dolan embrace the suck, tanking at the tank, uh, y- you know. Uh, Logan saying Noah Gregor's shot selection is terrible. Uh, you know, Noah Gregor yeah. shouldn't be in the top six. No. Well, I mean, but who 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 should be then? That's exactly. The problem, right. Like, you have a you have a, a a cast of guys that are, you know, that are like third line guys trying to play first and second line minutes. So Cogliano kind of went off post game. Um, I'm trying to pull it up from uh, Pashelka here on Twitter. Uh, 
if you want to lay an effort like that, if you don't want to work and you don't want to do the right things, especially with the trip we're going on, it's not going to be good. It's just black and white, really. Yeah, I mean, again, I didn't think the Sharks started on time. And I, I, I thought they they got a little bit better as the game went, as good as they were going to do against this Tampa team. But, I, you know, again, this is a Tampa team playing two games in two nights. Uh, I don't know, man. It's I can understand where he's coming from. Like, you can't be happy. And I'm sure that message would be, you know, loud and clear for any rookie that's going to get pulled out of the lineup tomorrow so we can bring back in our rotating cast of pugilists and whatever. Uh, so so there's that one. Uh, so the Sharks lose uh, 7-1. This is basically their final home game for quite some time. They'll be back. Uh, they'll be back in, uh, in uh, the Shark Tank on valentine's day as one of the games that they'll make up for that they lost and let me see if i can pull up the graphic i had for us to uh get it going looks like it's not up okay that's terrific <laughs> oh there it is here we go uh so if you've had tickets for some of these games here's your heads up here so the game against Edmonton that was scheduled for December 21st will now be played at, on Valentine's Day at 7.30. So feel the love when Connor McDavid comes to town. Uh, the game that was scheduled for Vancouver on the 23rd uh, will be played at, on February 17th at 7.30. The game that they were sup- supposed to be playing in Anaheim the day after uh, Boxing Day is now February 22nd. And then they moved up the game against Vegas. So just in time for Jack Eichel to make his Vegas debut, you know it'll probably happen at home Sunday, February 20th at 5 p.m. So those are your little changes there. Yeah. Jack Eichel and then Max Pacioretty. I don't know what yeah, they're going to do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to those. I don't know. To those Vegas. I'm looking forward to any of that. I mean, I think they'll do fine against... I think look, they. I think they can beat Anaheim. I think they can beat Vancouver. I think they can beat Edmonton. Vegas. I don't like that game. Edmonton, though. I think uh, something I read tonight is I think Edmonton's like nine and two against Pacific Division rivals at this point. So that's Jeez. something to keep in mind. That's crazy, and we'll see a lot of Edmonton. <laughs> like we're going to see a lot of the Pacific Division here. Uh, let's. Let's do the wraparound really quick here. Sabres beat the Flyers. What? The Sabres won? Six to three. That means... Oh, yeah. Did they ever? <laughs> that, uh, Peyton Krebs gets his... Is that his first NHL goal? It's first and second NHL goal. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, and and Calder winner uh, Jeff Skinner, you know, actually scored too. So, uh, six to three. The final... Martin Jones started that game, let in... Four goals and eight shots before he got pulled. Would you like me to look it up for you, bud? No, it's that's what happened. I watched it. No, no, I was saying the 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 season stats. Oh, nine oh two. Nine oh two. In other words, Ian's hair. See that smile on his face right now, folks. Yes, it, it's 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 good. We all know there's no way in heck he's going to you know have some shutouts in that one. Uh, but Sabers and Flyers with thirteen wins each. I'm sure that's going over so well right now with Bobby Clark. Uh, Bruins. That's all Hextall's fault. They already, they already, they've already made a scapegoat for yeah, it. No kidding, right? Uh, David Pasternak gets the game winner for the Bruins as the, the Bruins beat the Jets three to two. Uh, in overtime, the Avalanche win three to two over Montreal. Gabriel Landeskog with the game winner. What? No, Kale McCarkle. No wonder I'm losing my fantasy hockey game this week. Uh, Devils. Uh, beat up on the Hurricanes seven to four in this one, uh, Nathan Bastian uh, with a pair of goals in this one, uh, Shveshnikov uh, with his fourteenth in the loss for Carolina. That's the last thing we need. Is we need another team pissed off to play the Sharks soon. Rangers whoop up on the Desert Dogs seven to three in this one. 
Uh, Kreiner's been on a roll now. He he gets a hat trick his tw- 27th, 28th, and 29th of the season uh, as the Desert Dogs continue to flounder to Houston, Kansas City. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? Capitals win in overtime on a Josh Norris turnover to Nicholas Backstrom. 3-2 to two in overtime there. The Leafs hang on to a 3-1 lead. What? Yeah, but they beat the Islanders. Like, ooh. Yeah, 3-1. And, of course, a tough night for Islanders as their uh, longtime captain, Clark Gillies, passed away uh, what was it last night. Uh, longtime member of, of the Islanders organization. And so that was a tough one for Islanders fans to take. Uh, Predators win 4-1 to one over Detroit. They are now at 55 points on the campaign. Uh, Matt Duchesne with his, with a pair to get to 19. Philip Forsberg with his 20th. Uh, Minnesota wins in overtime over uh, Chicago 4-3. to Deprink get, gets a goal. Borgstrom with a pair in the losing cause. Felino gets his 16th in overtime. Break up the Oilers. They won. Uh, five to three. Everything is all well in now with the Oilers. They beat the Flames five to three in this one. Drysaddle with his twenty seventh. Uh, Kachuk and Lucic and Hannafin with the goals in that one. So there's your recap around the NHL. Uh, the Sharks currently, and again, mind you, games in hand. All right, they are still. Up two points on Calgary in the second wild card. Of course, Calgary, like we've mentioned before, six games in six hand. Six games in hand. I'm sure Daryl Setter is still having the bitter beer face on hand. Uh, Dallas is at 42 points uh, with four games in hand on San Jose. Edmonton and Winnipeg each have five games in hand on San Jose and are at 40. So, Sharks... Could have jumped into the number three spot with, you know, at least a point in these last two games and come up empty. So, uh, it, it's it's too bad we didn't see uh, Dry Settle's press conference afterwards, that one. I mean, the specific division is just ass. It's, it's so, like, again, this is where, like, the mirage effect comes in, right? Because it's like, oh, you know, oh, they're fourth with 44 points, like... 44 points in the central like makes you fifth right like and and that's not just and that's not just obviously like oh well the fifth doesn't sound so bad but like you know that doesn't put that puts anaheim or la in fifth too right in the central right like it's just the pacific is just such a gong show of mediocrity and patheticness and speaking of patheticness Barracuda. The San Jose Barracuda uh, played the Bakersfield Condors, had a two nothing lead, you know, uh, in the uh, early in the second period, and then proceed to allow four straight goals, uh, two in the second, two in the third. John Leonard made it interesting. Uh, with his second goal of the game late to make it 4-3, but that was not enough as the Cuda fall 4-3 to the Condors. They'll play again tomorrow in San Jose. It's, uh, I believe it's uh, the doggy day at the tank for uh, the Barracuda. Ooh, yes. that's fun. Um, should we discuss uh, what else happened with the Cuda? If we have, yeah, I mean, whatever, like day that ends in why someone does something stupid but yeah go ahead yeah just really quickly because i think it needs to be mentioned uh christoph robic uh, was suspended by the ahl for 30 games uh for giving out a uh racial gesture uh to uh to boko Obama of uh the uh why can't i think of the tucson thank you the tucson roadrunners Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, 
for a guy who had Evander Kane on his team about a month ago, for a guy who has Montana Anyabuchi, who was sitting in the penalty box, um, damn, you're dumb. Yeah, I mean, look, there's no excuse for this. This is completely inexcusable. And there's another issue tonight. I guess uh, someone made a similar gesture at um, Jordan Subban. Like, it's 2022. Why the fuck are we still doing this shit? Right. Like, as a society, right? Like, I don't understand. Like, I I, I wouldn't approve of this if, if you weren't playing. But, like, imagine... I can use the word that's going to piss some people off. But imagine how privileged you are. Yep. That you get to play a game for a fucking living. Yep. To, to pull a stunt like that. Like, the fucking privilege, man. Like, how fucking dumb. Yeah. I mean, it, it's inexcusable. Like, the apology, I, when when, the, when they released the apology, I'm like, okay, that was obviously, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, but, I, I think, yeah. I, I mean, you should, I mean, obviously, like, when you do something dumb, you should apologize, but... I don't, you know, I'd be like, oh, you apologize, whatever. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's up to, it's up to the offended player. Like, that's who has to forgive him. Yeah. Uh, right. And, and like Boko said in on Twitter, enough is enough. I, enough with this it, shit. And it, no, it's it's stupid. Like the fact there should be. I mean, like thirty games is a big, is a huge suspension. Don't get me wrong, but there should be. I I just feel like there should be more probably even more greater penalties than that. Like this place, this doesn't have a place in the game, let alone, and it shouldn't have a place in society either. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, you know, last year or, or I think in 2020, the Sharks organization came out with the Teal for Change Council uh, I'm really surprised, that, and maybe it's because he has to go through the support system of everything. But I'm really surprised he's still with the organization. So uh, I don't, and I, and I, and here's the thing: like, I don't know how contracts work in the AHL because I know he's on an AHL only deal, so I don't know how, like, the NHL contracts. Obviously, we know are pretty rock solid. Yeah. I don't know if the Sharks could just cut this guy if they wanted to. Like, I don't right. know enough about the um, the AHL CBA to make it like an educated, informed thing. But to me, I'm you know, if there is a way that they can get out from under this guy easily, then they should just fucking do it. Absolutely. So there's that. Because again, like you're playing in the fucking AHL. Like, how again? How privileged can you be? Like. Like, yeah, the AHL isn't the NHL, but you still get a decent chunk of change for playing in the AHL. Like, it's yeah. not like you're still making a living playing a fucking game. Yeah. Maybe grow the fuck up. Amen, Ian. Uh, so there's that. All right. Uh, so we'll we'll get out of here on that point. Uh if you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and always available at tealtownusa.com. Uh, so some, can, can we, we, we got to end on a happier note, right, Ian? Sure. Uh, I mean, uh, let's, let's hope. We lost 7-1. Um, <laughs> hockey's racist as fuck. Uh, what's what's the happy note? The the happy note is we gotta send some congratulations to Al and his now wife. He got married yesterday. Uh, I guess on the way to uh, on the way to Atlanta. Looks like they're at a at a Black Bear Diner. So hope it was a delicious uh, night time. But uh, congrats to Al and and his wife uh, on. Tying the knot. Uh, wish you all the best, especially in Atlanta. So yeah, so a little bit of happiness. I mean, if you're a Niners fan, you're really happy tonight. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
it's been a it's been a rough one. It started out great with Timo Meyer, but the the, the rest of the week's kind of just gone to a, a big old pile of crap. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, congrats, Tao, on uh, on tying the knot. That's awesome. Um, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. So, Ian, thank you, my friend. I know that this was uh, not the f- not the funnest uh, after darks to do, but uh, I appreciate you as always. And uh, tell where the people can find them. Your final thoughts. Yeah, so you can find me at Ian Blogs Hockey. Um, I think you're gonna see a bunch of me on the show coming up because I think I'm I'm signed up for most of these games coming up. So maybe we'll get some wins in here. Um, Thank God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, man, thank you know I. <laughs> I it's funny because like I don't think I was super angry tonight. Again, I I think you look at the team they played and that kind of just settles itself um but maybe we'll get some genuine anger coming up we'll see uh, the rate that if they play like this against the these next four teams my goodness <laughs> well i mean if you spot any of these teams with four goal leads you're gonna lose yeah and with the early starts on the east coast we we've seen how that's gone so we'll see what happens uh so i'm at puck guy 14 on the twitter and the instagram we will be back with you tomorrow night for Pecknology at 7 p.m. So Jerk and AJ will recap the it. show where we do jerk off Joe Pavelski. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got nothing. You know. Oh shit! Uh, I get it now. The 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 the. Let's just put it this way: the the lawn the lawn is getting a little bit. Uh, long right now so uh so puck knowledgeist sunday night 7 p.m we will be back with you wednesday as the sharks begin their four game road trip uh as they take on the washington capitals so that'll be an early start so check it out there are a lot of early starts this coming week on the road trip so be on the lookout for that but until then happy early birthday sharky yes they celebrated your birthday tonight uh, his birthday's technically not until January 28th when he popped out of that Budweiser Zamboni. Awkward. Uh, so, but until Sunday night for Technologists and Wednesday night for After Dark, I'm Eric. He's Ian. Keep it real. Keep it teal. <laughs> Keep it real. Oh, God. Good night, everyone. Oh, God. <laughs>